Hot Tub Beers is meant for entertainment purposes with a side of beer education. Each episode may contain offensive and off-color humor. Our intended audience is people 21 years of older who love beer and laughter. Well, welcome back to Hot Tub Beers. So, Ooh. oh, cheers. We're sitting here with uh, German, German Steins of... Uh, Pills are here with the we, dimples too. Like no the, bullshit. Hell yeah! Um, cheers to that. It's a solid hit. You hear that? Oh, you heard that? Yeah, oh. we're not clinking. We're slamming glasses together here at Five Stones Brewing in New Braunfels, Texas. Okay, so Kelly, Kelly hit us off this. We just met the owner Seth, but Seth had to go back in and work because it is Saturday and this is their busy day. So we got kind of dueling musicians going on right now. I've got Tejano coming into my right ear. You got I've that? got kind of the blues coming in on my left ear, which is, I, I don't know, I kind of dig it. I don't know, is that, does it's that make sense? a little confusing, but I like it. It is, yeah, it is. And we're confusing. also in the middle of nowhere. We're, like, yeah. we're not, why would there be more than one music anywhere this out here? I have cell phone signal. This is not in town. Nope. No, this is not in New Braunfels proper. This is in the fucking hills. So... Yeah. What he was telling us, right? So Five Stones is a play off of, or not, I guess not a play, but it's inspired David by God. Inspired by God. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay, David and Goliath. David's told to grab the five stones. These are the five stones he's going to use to defeat Goliath with a slingshot, right? Out of the river, I believe. Yes. Okay. Uh, the stones came out of the river. Yeah. So he told us that he's got these. IPA series that start with the path of David uh, as a shepherd and moving up. Yeah. And he's named these IPAs, different things to to commemorate David's like little mi- life milestone as he moves to the point at which he co- as at which he defeats Goliath. But he brought us something different. So he brought us Killer Pills. He said this was when they came to New Braunfels. This was his hats off to his new hometown. Well, because they were originally maybe five miles over, which happened to be over the line in Cibolo. So okay. they weren't very far away from here, but they were far enough away to be in a different city. Sure. Ah, okay, okay. So we're looking at a Keller Pilsner. Okay. So as far as the Keller Pilsner is concerned, Jake's over here Googling. Um, Google that shit, Jake. Yeah. It's wait, not a euphemism. Wait, Jake, He's actually when, on the line. This time when you Google, can you leave your pants on? No. Ah, yeah. uh, no. <laughs> son of a bitch. Those of you listening at home, I did ask. Pants um. off Googling here in the hot tub. <laughs> well, that's what I'm looking for is I've never heard Keller Pilsner uh, With a K. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, I've, but I've always heard Keller Beer, not Keller Pilsner. That's why it's a lot. Yeah, I'm good point. to figure out the difference here. Okay. Sierra Nevada released a Keller Hefeweizen. Or, no, Keller Wheat. Something. There was a okay, Keller. Okay, so we keep bringing up this prefix Keller. Okay, so if, if if I'm using that prefix killer on a beer, what am I saying about that beer? Germany, Germanly, that would mean stored essentially. Not lager means aged, but stored colder essentially. What? Cellar is the the direct translation. Right. Yeah. So Keller, stored cellared. or cellared or put away for a while prior to we're gonna drink. Don't don't think about it for a minute. Okay. I mean, it's exactly what Kelly said. The literal translation is going to be cellar, which means to cold ferment, essentially, in a caper. Okay. It, there's a nice nose on it. There's a nice, bready, uh, clean nose on it. Uh, it does not... When, when you're looking at it, it is clear. Well, it's, not it's clear super, enough. It's it, correct. It's clear enough. This looks like a microbrew pill. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the other thing I was reading, too, is that it means it's going to be unpasteurized and unfiltered. God dang, he brought us a heavy-ass fucking glass. Yeah. I'm getting a workout just by drinking beer and fucking uh, I hate to say so. It's good for us, right? For five stones? What? Can I cuss at five stones, right? Yeah, you have to. Oh, I have to? Shit, Miss Concox. I cuss here all the time. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, well, then now the seal's broken. The seal's broken. Uh, I honestly, out of all the light lagers I've had today, this may be my favorite. It's a little bit on the sweeter side, but it doesn't overwhelm me. And I'm, I'm kind of yeah, you wouldn't out. describe it as sweet. It just has that kind of like balance to it. And, and the um, perspective of light lagers. It 
it's got a bit of sweetness to it. Not in general. Not like your lactose or your extra amounts of sugar. It's Wait, there's no lactose in it? How can you drink it with no yeah, lactose Yeah, oh, that's a, yeah, interesting topic, yeah. Lactose lagers. Where do they fit in? When does that happen? So that's a better question. In lactose, the devil's work. Yes. Yes, it's a it is, I, I don't know. We can go down this rabbit hole. Lactose, I appreciate it as part of a milk style. Outside of that, does it belong? Even in a milk style, there comes a point where I'm like, why am I having this when I can just have old recipe? Like, I just, I don't know. I, I don't understand. I, I appreciate the artistic concept of the milk stout, yes. but on a sessionability of drinking five of those, I'm no, shitting my brains happen. out the next day. I'm not, there's oh, no yeah, reason yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. So it's as old Rasputin, like, like the clear, like that's, that's for the me, old standard. That's an imperial stout, a Russian imperial stout standard for me. Yeah. So this co and, and you mentioned this this uh, this is gonna be one of your favorites of the day, correct? Now, people who are listening maybe this is their first time tuning in for today. This is not our first session for today. We've had several sessions. Oh, several. Several. Couple. It's at least five. At least five sessions for today. But here we are in this session at Five Stones Brewing. First Five Stones beer ever. Jake, did you even know about Five? Kelly introduces. Not a I don't see how thing. it's I don't see how it's possible. Yeah. One of the best breweries in the state in my opinion. Yep, and nobody knows about it. The, it, it is a good beer. I won't say it's 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 one of my favorite beers of the day, but it is good. It's solid, it's clean. Would I drive to New Braunfels to hang out at Five Stones Brewery? Fuck yes. I mean, and there's several reasons aside from the beer. This is the place is cool. The, the place is cool. We kind of pulled up and made ourselves at home without even asking. Yeah. And we, we're, we're, we're using I, Kelly's cloud to get I us did here. actually ask, but I asked after we pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> they have this big awning, this almost barn, and we just pulled the truck inside. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the hot tub awning. Yeah. Oh, we just so renamed it. How many acres is this on? Well, obviously they can answer that better, but it's got to be at least seven or eight. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Somewhere between five to ten. And I'm not positive they don't live back here. I think they might have built a house in the back. So it's five to ten acres in the Texas Hill Country, the same rocky, the same like type of uh, shrubbery and trees, and it's just like it's freaking beautiful, man. I wish I wish we could show that through the, the microphone. This and you know, I grew up a small town guy. Like I grew up in in, in Huntsville. I like I, I appreciate the the, the one horse town right there where with there's Sue only and ones. Ellen right like with Sue and Ellen both Sue Sue and Ellen both yeah, were there yeah, right. yeah. Hot and, 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 and Joe Ellen one person was there as well no shit yeah, yeah yeah Sue Ellen Sue Ellen and Joe Ellen yeah they all they all hung out together they it was there was there was something about being in a small town and growing up and everybody's gonna go through the same school system everybody's gonna graduate the the same high school. And, and, and I didn't realize it was unique and fun until I got out of that that, uh, that environment. This kind of, the breeze blowing underneath, the environment, the, it, it brings you back to that kind of small town. I just want to hang out. I just want to drink good beer and enjoy good company. This is a great spot. And thanks for showing us this guy. I told you. You did. <laughs> you doubted me. I saw in your things. eyes. You were like, oh, uh, fuck this guy. Uh, okay, cause, cause, all right, so because... Because the debate was here, or what was the other one? Guadalupe. Guadalupe. Oh, I like your accent. Now, does your accent? Uh, are, are you are you saying that because you assume that that's how they say it because they're Hispanic? I was talking to you, and you're Hispanic. Ah, uh, that's how we communicate. No, I actually love. Uh. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that, like the whole like thing. I just like it. I. I I'm, agree a, I'm too, also but, a teal okay. date fan. Like I'm not gonna miss a chance at teal date. So I'll teal date the fuck out of whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, the little over the end. Oh. I'm sure everybody on the podcast German, so I know uh, <laughs> Umlauts and and all that, but I don't know. Uh, so it's Spanish. You know, you know how to hock a loogie into a sentence? Yeah, yeah, yeah something <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's right. We go to No Label and these guys start speaking German, and, and like there's three of them speaking German, and I'm in the corner going, what the fuck is going on? And then I made a Hitler joke, and it all went south. Uh, True. What was the Hitler joke? It was actually okay, not so that there was, bad. Okay, so there was there was there was three there's there's three different 
Okay, so there, you, there's a unisex uh, uh, prefix. Yeah, yeah. You so know, there's, in Spanish, there's, there's masculine there, and feminine. There's the yeah. and there's das. Yeah, so I made the comment. There's that's the first. Uh, what's what's the the non non binary is what you said. Non binary. First non binary language. You said, oh Hitler would be pissed. Yeah. That's funny. I like it. <laughs> no, I, I, know, right? I thought it was yeah. funny. It, it, it went over well. I, I, I have this theory about humor. Like, if I right. laugh at it, it's good. It went over like a ton of bricks in a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> but, so back to this beer. Really nice, super clean beer. I enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the blues. The blues broke down up in front. <laughs> Is that Kanye now? Is it? But if it's what? Kanye, he's speaking in Spanish. It sounds like the whatever stronger song, like, uh, 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 but in like a Mexican way. It might be. And not a Mexican, I but a Mexican. I just want to know where it's coming from. Like, a I Mexican way. Yeah. Like it almost feels like they put a speaker out there specifically. Just to piss off the yeah. godly people that live over here. Yeah, that literally it's what it looks like. So, so you, 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 okay, you say that in jest, but they, they are. There's a Christian feel to their beer. There's a theme to their beer. These are not like they. That's and that's purposeful. No, they made it a point. And so there's a there's actually limited hours on Sunday, if I remember correctly. But they also do uh, hymns and hops, where they do like actual hymns sung at the brewery during a day that no beer is served. So you, you have coffee and they have other things to have really? a drink. But they yeah they're. They, they are as Christian as any brewery in Texas, for sure. And that's interesting, right? Okay, so the the brewery scene in Texas, it, it we talked about this on another episode, right? About you know the the diversity or lack thereof in craft brewing, and should there be more, should there be less, or should you even give a shit of the color or beliefs of the person brewing your beer? It's just good beer is good beer, despite who's brewing it or not. Uh, this place is a testament to, um, I guess pun intended, of the diversity of the brewing community, right? Because they're going to espouse their beliefs to the point where you have a wooden cross tied up right there in the middle of the courtyard. I yeah, and pretty, pretty much every beer name has something to do with something in the Bible. And you have Except a, for these, I guess. The ones uh, with the, yeah, uh, yeah, because these are odes to New Braunfels. Does that mean New Braunfels Best is city in Texas. Well. Maybe it means it's godly. You don't need to assume it's godliness. We all know it's godliness. Oh. I'm just saying. I don't know. I, there's no right or wrong answer. There's not. There's only killer pills. Or... Yep. Yep. I'll, I'll take that one. I didn't even notice there was a cross hung up in the front. Yeah, there's a cross hung up in the front. There's, but it's uh, Jesus is not on it. It's the regular. Yeah, yeah, it's no, not he's like a not. crucifiction. Yeah, it's, it's well, not this daunting. Isn't a, it's it's very not a Catholic brewery. It's a Protestant brewery. Right. I think it yeah. is actually. Yeah. Is it? Is it Protestant? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, well, they're not Baptists. That's for sure. Well, there's no water anywhere. Do you see? Well, Maybe I mean, they baptize people in the beer. You don't know for a fact, but sure. I feel like that's pretty godly. Baptizing people in beer? That would be kind of cool. It's like the earth, wind, and fire of you know, beverages, right? You know, like heart, earth, fire, but it's like hops, <laughs> water, yeast, you know? <laughs> All the life components. Everything a growing boy needs. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So in, in, in complete contradiction to Christianity, let's be judgmental. Let's, uh... Whoa, that's... I don't know that well, you can say that Christianity is not judgmental. Uh, okay, here's the other debate, right? Let's ignore the judgmental aspect of Christianity and then move on to beer. How about that? Okay, okay, so... Well, in the, in lieu or in heart of Christianity, let's, let's judge this beer. I like that. I'll okay. Go with that. disagrees with me on this one. I, I'll, I'll, I'll go with it. I don't think Christianity should be judgmental. Well, we all agree with you on that one. Okay, okay. As a Christian... It shouldn't be judgmental. I'll say that out. As in anyone, it shouldn't be. Yeah. Absolutely. As in anyone, it shouldn't be judgmental. But so here we are. We're going to be judgmental on their beer. Scale of one to four. Go four. Yeah, go for it. Go. Four go. being the highest. Four being the highest. You know what? 4.0. I'd get down with this. Wow. 
I'd get down with this. Wow. Okay. That's that's a that is. I'm gonna go ahead and say this out loud. So for a style that is not huge in the craft beer industry, yep. that takes a lot of work to produce, a lot of a uh, lot of time. Nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to hide from a brewery in the middle of fucking nowhere. That that uh, that kind of we got invited out to on a whim by Kelly. You even a four. This is my second four zero uh, out of our forty something episodes. Okay, so tell me, so you, you gave a four zero. Why? I would drink a lot of these. I think it's suiting that he serves these in signs and not pints. Um, overall, could I drink this at eight a.m.? Yeah. Could I drink this at noon? Yep. Uh, would I recommend it to a friend? Yeah. Uh, would I drink it in the back of a hot tub with a couple ugly guys? Yeah, I am. Well, we got to go look for you some ugly guys then. <laughs> well, there's a lot out here. So. <laughs> we got two sexy motherfuckers on the other side of you. So, the, would you sell this in Thistle Drop Shop? Would. Nice. Yep. You and it would back. sell if you put it in there. I, absolutely, it would sell. It could, we got a lot of pilsners on right now. Yep. This this definitely stands up to all those other pills. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little lower than you. I'm gonna go three seven eight. Um, I like it. The mouthfeel to me is a little bit heavier than than I want in a pilsner. I want it a little bit lighter, a little bit more crisp. But the color's darker too, so they did it on purpose, obviously. Yes, and, and maybe that's maybe that's because it's the Keller pilsner, right? Like if it's supposed to be stored, it's supposed to have a little bit heavier feel to it. Um, but I'm not kicking this out of bed for anything. This is something that for anything? Nah, not anything. Well, what? All right, hold what on, would you? Mandy. Okay, what would you hold kick on, it out of Mandy. bed for? He's not kicking you out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> I I I enjoy it. I really do enjoy it. This is something that I could come and what they've created here is is a beautiful environment. I could hang out on this back porch and drink this beer all night long. Yep. Without a doubt. But what's cool about this one is I think maybe the heavier mouthfeel also lends it to maybe a hill country winter because I can sit and drink this around a fire. Oh, absolutely, yeah. 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 I and think you're only proving my point more. I, I, I am, and I didn't cold, mean to. Breakfast, dinner, out of bed or something. We, I wish I was Jake he, on Tuesdays. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure he specifically said it's better than Mandy, which I would never say. I think Mandy, oh, my best friend, is like like sent from heaven itself. Oh. You know what I mean? But you know, Tim saying it's better. Is than this Mandy. part okay? So <laughs> this is one of the drawbacks of like of like not doing the hot tub at my house because we she didn't cook for you while you were there because there she was, yeah she was at work. But every other time that we've had hot tub beers. She'll cook for us, and it's phenomenal. Well, she doesn't like me, or I don't no, know. She doesn't like me. You are there. She doesn't. Uh, like me. No, 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 you are there. We, she was. She, she was gets vacation from work. Don't act like I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, your opinion? You, you, you gotta, you gotta live next to this guy. You gotta share a community with this guy. We're gonna put your rating out there. No, and it's funny because so for me. I'm the first to hate what I what I drink every day. So if it's near me, I, I'm going to be hypercritical of it. Um, when we first started doing guest beer at the brewery, this is the first beer we put on draft. Really? And this specific killer pilsner? Primarily because I had a lot of like kind of, at the time I didn't have, I, I had cut back a lot of employees so I was doing a lot of cutting up fruit and like stuff late at night by myself and I was like, I'm going to drink the shit out of this keg. And so, I, I might have drank half of it. Um, it was kind of early on. Anyways, I really like the beer. Um, I'm trying to... So earlier today, we had a different lager from another company, and I felt like it was smoother from Astral. Yes. But I don't like that necessarily better. I think I really like this beer. I've always loved the complexity of it. It finishes with a little bit of bitterness, but not so much that it makes it uncomfortable. It just makes you your palate kind of cleansed off and like ready to drink whatever's next. I, I love this beer. I, I like the, I like the word that you use complexity. I think it, it is. You, you mentioned we 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 drank Texas Carbon Lager from Asheville earlier right. in the day. Yep. And so it was a beautiful beer, great beer. 
but it was not as complex as this one. No, but it's still a great beer. But still a great beer. I just, for me, this this is like a 3.8621 as opposed to... Nice. You know, I just, I really want to have this all the time. Nice. Didn't the guava get 3.9 today? I don't remember what I, I don't know. 3.9 on the guava. The moral of the day is we've drank some really fucking good beer today. Yeah. And we at some really point, have. within a range, like, who cares which one's better or worse? They're all good. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. That, that is one thing that I'm happy about today is, like, so we've, we've really taken this kind of, like, a Central Texas tour, but we've really been two places. But it's, it's we, we brought some Houston beers to Central Texas. Uh, we had some Central Texas beer with Kelly. We're going to have some more Central Texas beer here at uh, Five Stones Brewing. Didn't you and, bring some Fort Worth beer, too? Why would you do that? That was that was all Jake's idea. I'm gonna say that out loud. <laughs> well, you know what I heard is Fort Worth is the better side of Dallas. So Fort Worth the best. Side. I just lump them all into DFW. Is that racist? That's what I leave. Every time I say DFW, they go no, no, no. Fort Worth. Like, <laughs> okay. Nah. Every time. Every time. I think that's Oklahoma South. You know where Rarity Sons is? Oh no, no, it's not DFW. It's Fort Worth. You'll find have, out. Have you ever met Fritz Rar? No. He's. Actually, like kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be honest, like I hate Rar's beers, but I love I love Fritz. He's sure. actually fucking cool, dude. Did you try that Rar original? It was the was original that? recipe from the 1800s. It was really good. I was very surprised because they had their lager and their dad gum and all that stuff. Yeah. But the original was like I actually really enjoyed that one. I hope it's still around. Huh, I don't think I have. No. It was released right before 2020, so it had a very short runtime before it was throttled so into this segment great beer I think so absolutely I wouldn't have brought you out here if I didn't think it was no and, and we appreciate it like cause uh, this was not even close to being our on our radar right and good blues and, and good beer to me is like it's that's a match made in heaven and if, if you listen to the right side Speed of your mi- or left, excuse me left side of your microphone um there is some badass blues being played. Yeah, you gotta you gotta cover. If you cover your right ear, you can hear the blues. If you cover your left ear, you can hear Tejano. That was good. No, no I'm sorry. I apologize. Why? Jake looks offended. He's like, I don't know what this fuck is happening. I look offended. Just bewilderment. 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 So we'll take a break. We'll come back with a different beer from Five Stones Brewing, uh, but hats off to Five Stones Brewing. Thank you guys for allowing us to uh, pull up, take our shirts off, and jump in the back of a truck in the middle of your uh, newly, newly christened uh, hot tub awning. Um, until the next beer. Cheers, bitches. Cheers, Cheers. bitches. All right, so welcome back. We got, we got our next beer. We're still at Five Stones Brewing. Okay. Uh, we're not we got, going anywhere right now. We are not going anywhere. This mm-hmm. is like this is this is fa- absolutely fantastic. So we got a brew representative. So introduce yourself. Tell us the story about Five Stones and and, and the role you play. Yeah. So I've been. Uh, uh, my name is Justice Vargas. I've been working here since uh, when we started opening at this location, which is in 2017. And uh, so I've been working here since then. Uh, you know, the the Swiss Army knife is what uh, Seth. You know calls me he wants me to be is you know, I want to be able to do all things whether it's delivering beer sampling beer working the tap room brewing beer transferring carving you know all that you know I got to be able to do all that and uh, love on people when they're out here um, so that's you know the main thing as long as we can make great beer uh, take care of folks when they're out here and nurture the ambiance uh, the setting that, that we can have here A nice little nice little tiny it is little it is right now. Yeah. Can you, uh, can you, are you, the Swiss Army Knife thing, can you also do something with the Tejano music? Or is oh, that just... man, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking we should just all turn it up, we'll get a bunch of people, and we'll go dance, and maybe that would uh, backfire, and <laughs> uh, uh, we'd have to, you'd have to change the music. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll pray for that situation. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> so, okay, so tell us the next, so we had the Killer Pilsner first. Uh-huh. Tell us a little bit more about the Keller Pilsner. Kind of, we were kind of determining the difference between a Keller Pilsner or a regular Pilsner. So, right. as far as Five Stones is concerned, what are y'all wanting out of that beer? And uh, yeah, that's a great question. Tell um, us a little bit of story about it. I we love Pilsners. 
and we don't filter our beers. So doing some research, you know, Keller Pils basically means an unfiltered Pilsner. Uh, Keller meaning like cellar, uh, kind of like your uh, your working class uh, um, Pilsner beer of Germany in a way. Okay. Uh, and perhaps maybe a little more assertive. I know we want ours to be, you know, a solid drinking pills, but with some backbone to it. And I think that's kind of generally the German pills angle. So we want to do that. And since we don't have a filter anyway, Keller just makes it accurate, I think, because really a Pilsner deserves a, a clearness that we're not really going to get without like a serious uh, brew house filter. And we don't really want that. So um, uh, we're, we're very happy uh, with uh, the Braunfelser series, Keller Pills, or Donka Pills, uh, which you have a blend of right now, uh, which I prefer to kind of jazz it up when I'm here. I'll even take, you know, beers home and I'll just pour them together. I got a big old, big old liter stein that I'll just fill it up. And, uh -huh. What does uh, that mean? You mean you pour two different beers into our glass? Yes, yes. So we got Donka Pills and Keller Pills. So the okay. Donka... Oh, in the beer oh, committee, we call that we call that cuvee. Cuvee, okay. Cuvee. This yeah. is the this is this would be the first beer cocktail right. you've ever had on hot tub. Nice, nice. So uh, yeah, it's uh it's gonna be a little bit more assertive than the Keller Pills that you just drank because it's got that Donka in there. Donka, we uh, did a did a light dry hop with it, uh, and uh, so blending the two, you get the Keller Pills with, with even more backbone, a little more bitterness, uh, Hollertau hops. In all stages, uh, if I'm, yes, yes. So uh, that real quintessential German hop. Uh, so I hope y'all, I hope y'all dig it. I hope, I hope it stands out compared to the last one. So, so tell us about the the Danka Pils then. Like so, which is a separate beer from what we're drinking, correct? Uh-huh. Uh, very similar. Uh, both beers are uh, very German in origin, from the grain, the yeast, the hops. Uh, the main difference between the Danka and the Keller is the slight dry hop. Uh, to give it a little bit more of a backbone, a little more bitterness, a little more floral, hollertau, hop, uh, edge to it. Okay. And so, so why, why combine the two? Because, you know, I work here all day and, uh, you know, just having fun. And I love Pilsners and trying to bring up the Keller and knock down the Donka a little bit. I just, I found a little match made in heaven, I think. So, so this is, this is, this is a uh, Justice original. Oh, Brewer, yeah. Brewer's Blend. Oh, yeah. Brewer's, Brewer's Blend, Brewer's baby. Brewer's that's blend. it. That's it. That's I what like I called that. it the whole time, actually. That, that's pretty <laughs> badass, dude. Yeah. So, okay, so are you going 50-50 or are you 50 -50, going 50-50? Yep. Mm -hmm. So are, how did you go about finding this and like, and why? Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah, because it was uh, the Donka when I would take it home, I would kind of more more tinned to the Keller because it's a little lighter uh, and uh, I'm just in that thread usually but with the uh, with the Donka you know I'm bringing down the Donka a little bit and bringing up the Keller so just like the best of both worlds I guess yeah. I, I really nice. it. It, it it really is very nice awesome. I enjoy it so it's more it, subtle but more assertive at the same time, which is weird. I don't know how to. Know that, okay, it, it, uh -huh. it, and I'm glad you said with it, but I but I do agree with you. But because you said it first, you're gonna have to put it in better words. Let me taste one. Hold on. Okay, take a sip. That's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of at pressure at this time. Yeah, in your speedo, <laughs> under the. Okay, so we've christened this the new hot tub awning. I don't know if you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this hot tub beer's awning. Nice. At Five Stones Brewing. Amen. You really can't argue. It's. Uh, I yeah. think we should get like a mural. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Would, yeah. Oh gosh. Of, uh, Kelly and his speedo, hopefully. Kelly and his speedo and and and. Uh, you you can get all the pictures you want. I'm gonna go to the bathroom in a minute, and when I walk oh over there, oh I'm pretty sure Seth. <laughs> Lord Jesus, help us. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Class up the joint. <laughs> So, so you might get us. more customers. You don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, we'll take it. Whatever, whatever works. When you say more assertive and, and, and more subtle at the same time, what are you meaning after tasting it? So I didn't taste yet. I didn't taste the two beers side by side. So as a right. blend, yeah. for me, I could, uh, this brings up the maltiness, um, which I think was there on the aroma and the other beer. But the other beer was lighter and like it allowed the hops to become more dominant. This one is less dominant on the hops, but more dominant on the maltiness. Hmm. Which makes it, in my opinion, also as drinkable, kind of, not more or less drinkable than the right. first one, which is yeah. also good. Mm -hmm. Sweet. And, and I agree with you. I like, it's, 
that's why I like having smarter people than me in the hot tub. Because you're 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 able to, to Well to Jake's not in the hot tub anymore. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 he's stepped out. Yeah, no, no, that's why I made the comment. Um so <laughs> we <laughs> So it, it is. It is. That, that's a very good point. There is a little bit more malt back moan to mm-hmm. this beer than the beer that we had before, which was the Keller Peels. Mm-hmm. But the the hot profile is still there. It's still nice. It's still clean. Yeah. It, it, it's still crisp like a Pilsner. But I, I I'm glad you came out of this mm-hmm. because the insight about it not being filtered, not being cleared mm-hmm. out, uh, kind of uh, highlights some of the points that we talked about earlier about it being having a little bit darker color, having a little bit heavier mouthfeel than a Pilsner that we might be used to commercially or from mm-hmm. other breweries that are using a filter process. Jake, you got any thoughts on this on this Pilsner blend? Uh, I really like it. I think the first Keller blend is honestly more, I'm more inclined to drink the first mm-hmm. Keller Pils, but that may be because it's lighter, you know. Right. Um, I think it's one of those ones where I'm like, kind of want more. It doesn't leave you dry and wanting, it just leaves you wanting. Oh, son of a gun. <laughs> so, I knew a girl in college that did that too. It was, it's a long she, time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. She just left you wanting? It wasn't dry and wanting. Oh. <laughs> just wanting. So, Justice, you said this is your beer of choice. It is. This is this, yeah, if you're going to drink yeah. something, then yeah. this is what you're going to drink. Other than that, I would go with, uh, I really like the Brothers Keeper. It's got a... No one offered us that. I'll bring you, if, depending on how big you want the glass, I can definitely bring you a little shorties up the Brothers Yeah, Keeper. yeah, that's all we need is shorties. Um, it's, uh, that's so all it's Jake a, says, uh, too. He just likes shorties. <laughs> yeah, I like them sides. <laughs> he just <laughs> offers shorties. That's not the same thing. No, it's got What's a really cool uh, English yeast in it. I love all things English when it comes to beer. Uh, so uh, I'm, I really love the, the Yorkshire Square yeast. You got to kind of call ahead. They prop it up. It's got a melony character to it. Uh, also a, kind of a West Coast piney vibe with uh, the East Coast style dry hop, but still clear in, in appearance. Yeah. So it's just got all this fun uh, things going on in it. Like I said, my favorite being the yeast. Uh, that's what I'm saying, man. Like that's That should be the talking point, mm-hmm. is the yeast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there are other beer with that same yeast in it, that Yorkshire Square. So if you've ever seen like the Yorkshire beers, uh, I think Samuel Smith might yep. be one of them. They'd use the Yorkshire Square yeast. Uh, and, you saw you know, Sammy Smith at the brewery. I like that. So beer. we're talking about an open fermentation. Uh, well, that's the way they do it. Yeah. Uh, ours is closed, but with that yeast yeah. that we uh, that we get. So I love that character it brings. So that's probably my favorite IPA we have on. That's now. an IPA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then our and then our Manmosa is probably my other beer of choice. Uh, really light wheat ale, freshly processed Caracara oranges. We don't cut corners calling ourselves artisans you really can't uh, that would be a that'd be a shame yeah so we're behind that behind those tanks squeezing actual oranges trying to achieve that real authentic <laughs> orange experience yeah, once again classing it up <laughs> i told these i told these guys before he came out here i'm like if, if i had described five stones i would say that they are uh, basically just like us from a pure culture perspective in the yeah. sense that they're gonna cut up fresh fruit by hand even though it's the stupidest way to do it because it might make it taste better 4% of the way. But like, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna do whatever it takes to make it taste better, regardless of the return on investment of how much time and effort it might take mm-hmm. to make it taste a minuscule amount better. But, the, but and I, it, as consumers, right, we completely appreciate that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's part of the fun of this whole process and, and part of the journey of this podcast is going out and meeting people like you, mm-hmm. Justice, who are like, geeked out about it who who mm-hmm. want to do the right thing who want to yeah. do the, the the small things to make it that one two three four percent better than right. what it would be if you didn't cut the oranges by hand and put them in or yeah. if you brought caracara orange juice from you know mm-hmm. bump exactly. up Egypt and throw right. it in the, in the middle of there or, or so, use a different orange that's easier to get absolutely like yeah. Yeah. so here we are to the point of this segment where we're going to judge you Ooh. Well, we want you to judge. This is my yeah. favorite part. I like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ready? Okay. Justice. So, I'll go first, Justice, to take some of the heat off of you, but okay. we're going to ask you to rate this beer. You got to play. The Donka Keller Pills Blend. Right. The Brewer's Blend. The Brewer's Blend, okay, on a scale of one to four. Now, decimals are arbitrary. You can pick any decimals you want. If you want to... Rate this as a 1.2345678. You may. Okay. Okay. So, 
one is I'm not going to serve this to my best friend, mm-hmm. okay, or any of my friends. Which four he brought is, it out to us, so clearly it's not going to be a one. It's going to be a one. <laughs> it's not going to be <laughs> a one. True. That's true. Four is the perfect beer oh, yeah. that you would sit in the back of a truck with underneath the hot tub awning at Five Stones Brewing. Yeah. Okay? So I'm going to go rate it. I'm going to say a 3.82. And that's okay. So I went above the 3.75 that I gave the other one. I, I really I, I like the I like the maltiness that this blend brings. I really do. I, I like it. It is a little bit more heavy in the mouthfeel than the other than the other beer, but I appreciate the maltiness. I like the little bit of sweetness that it brings. But I, I appreciate the fact you're the first one that's come out that blended a couple of beers for us yeah. to to figure something out. Yeah, that, that was really cool. So I'm gonna throw you under the bus, Justice. Where are you at as an employee of Five Stones yeah. on a scale of one to four? Mm. Where is this beer for you? Man, it's, it's, that's hard to say because uh, you know we, we want to judge ourselves more more critically uh, than anybody. I, I hope like we do that. that. That's a good point. I hope we do that. Um, you know, but we also don't want to serve anything we're not proud of. So uh, it, it would be in that three range and. and trying to find it between three and four because uh, although I'd be proud to serve that next to anybody else's Pilsner uh, and not to say that ours is better uh, or worse but it's okay if you do but um, but I would serve it next to any any pills we in the want business, you to so, yeah 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 uh, we literally like, uh, want you to put this up against the next one <laughs> yeah yeah I mean we're, if you have one the in, the, in, the, in the in the in the back there you got a cooler of some other people's pills you know we'll check it out go get your speedo go get your speedo before you you ain't going in the back of the truck is this like a four or is this like a no not a four because we're we're seeking perfection but I don't know that we'll we'll ever get there. I love that um, statement. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just solid three point seven. You know, three point. You know, three minutes. So up there. Three quarters. I, I absolutely. You know, and and if I were to, I would hope I'd rate any any of our beers on tap at a three or higher. I really don't want to. Okay, so you're saying three point seven, three and three quarter. So, what would you do to make this beer four? Man, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, you know, as as someone in the in the being in the beer business, you're kind of in the art business, and you almost don't want to be satisfied. You don't want to be satisfied with your last with your last piece because you're always pursuing like because we, we don't we don't necessarily always have the exact same amount of hops. Sometimes we kind of tweak it down. Maybe maybe the computer will say this is what you're gonna get. And you're like, you know, I don't trust the computer, so you might tweak it a little bit. Yeah. And the next time we're like, you know, maybe we'll do a shorter whirlpool, or maybe we'll do a, a, a longer rest, or a longer boil, or a 90 minute boil compared to a 60 minute boil. And all these different options that we can do are hopefully pursuing that perfect beer. Uh, but, you know, 3.75 would probably be like me being critical, just being personal about it. like. How much I love it. Yeah, it's like blend. easily like three point nine, you know, three point eight. Oh, 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 we but, got it out of you, Justin. But if I, but if I want to do it like, out of you, if I want to be like a give judge, it. Oh, he gave if it. I want to oh. be like a judge or something, you know, I want to, I want to be a little more critical, you know. But uh, I no, and I just on my that. my bias towards it, and how much I like it, because it's coming on with me tonight for sure. It's going to be Brothers Keeper. Uh, because you know they got the the England and Italy is playing tomorrow, so we're gonna get yep. the Brothers Keeper with the <laughs> with the English yeast, and then the Donka Pills. It's got the dry hop, so honestly, it was kind of designed after trying to pursue that Italian Pills kind of edge to it. So we I'm haven't not, had I'll, the Brothers Keeper yet. We might see what yeah, happens. Yeah. I'm gonna bring y'all out a, a four ounce of that. Okay, uh, perfect. Shorties of those. All, All right, right, so Kelly, you're next. So I'm gonna give this one a 3.7. Okay, solid 3.7, and I think. For me, it's it's literally only because a, my favorite pilsners are a little bit lighter, mm-hmm. a little bit more kind of like delicate on the palate, which is where the Keller Pils kind of was for me. Yeah. And this adds body, which I don't think is bad at all. I think it's different. I just I would rather drink the yellow one. So nice. that's where I'm at. Jake, 
Uh, I'm gonna go 3.8, so it's gonna be less than the Keller, but still fantastic freaking beer. Uh, you know, I'm gonna have to agree. I, 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 the body definitely changes it up. The hops changes it up. Uh, I personally prefer that real easy drinking mm -hmm. Keller, mm -hmm. but I definitely get why this is this is ahead. Hell yeah! yeah I would say By that the, way, the uh, sales of it actually absolutely uh, great thank blend. You. Great blend. blend. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the sales on tap would reflect y'all's uh, uh, assessment as well because uh, Keller probably goes... So you're saying uh, we're geniuses. I think so. Geniuses. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard out loud. I think I see like a really bitchy, like kind of like uh, Albert Einstein curly hair going on. Oh, thank well. you, sir. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. on point because the Keller sells probably two to one over the Donka. Uh, and praise the Lord, we got another uh, thing of Keller coming behind this one. So. There you go. Yeah. Justice, thanks for coming out. Thanks yeah. for sharing your opinion with us. Thanks for making this blend for us. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, man. Thank you. And so we're going to take a little bit of break. We're going to mm -hmm. come back with the Brothers Keep. Yeah. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Awesome. Thank you very All much. Right. That's yeah, beautiful. absolutely. Here at Hot Tub Beers, we have declared the pandemic over, and when the dust has settled, this old draft shop is still standing. This unique craft beer bar located at 5210 FM 2920 in Spring, Texas, is still pouring some of the best beer in the state. And in spite of everything that's been thrown at the beer and restaurant industry lately, owner Mary Thorne has continued to create a community of clientele that makes you feel at home every time you step in the doors. Beer buyer Jake Thorne is continually bringing in incredible offerings, sure to impress everyone from the new kid on the block to the most seasoned craft beer aficionado. Haven't been able to find a beer you like? Their selection of ciders, wines, and seltzers will not disappoint. Beer's not the only trick this pony plays. No one in the area can rival the food coming out of the kitchen. From Vietnamese wings to oyster po' bows to brats with house-made sauerkraut, there is something for everyone in the family. Check out the menu at thistledraftshop.com and follow on Instagram at thistledraftshop. Pop on in. I'm sure we'll see you there. Oh, man, I don't know. Welcome back to Hot Tub Justice, are we in the Matrix? Um, nope. You're not in the Matrix. No. You, re you remember <laughs> when Neo sells the shit in the very beginning and the chick shows up with the right, white rabbit on her shoulder? Yes. Oh. He opens up the book. And in the book, he gets the, the money out. Yeah. Or the, the thing out, right? Yes. Name of the book? Anyone? Oh, no, no. I don't remember the name of the book. Tell me. Simulation E. Simulacra, which is a book written in the 70s, which essentially says that at some point, what we think of as reality, this is the 70s, or maybe yeah. the 60s, yeah. what we think of as reality has become a thing. And the example they give in the book that was kind of simplistic was, if you know the state of Texas... You don't know the state of Texas. What you know of, when you think of all the um, edges of the state of Texas, you think of the map. The map is simulacra uh. in the book. And so at some point, the simulacra has become more so the state of Texas in your mind than the real state of Texas actually is. And so that is the basis of the matrix. I hate to say this, but it, 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 the conversation's veered away where it's almost as if we had done acid before this episode. I want to clear everything up. We did not do any acid. I have mushrooms at home if you want to go. <laughs> we're not taking mushrooms off the table. That That is of the holy earth. Like It's not off. But I want to clarify, this is just deep, like, theor theoretical. I don't even hypothetical. Theoretical I don't know where we're at on hypothetical versus theoretical. No is one it proven? Yeah. Has it been talked about enough? Mm -hmm. uh, but I do think there is a high possibility we are in a simulation derived from a civilization or another simulation. There's a there's a there's a documentary on the Hulu. <laughs> on the Hulu. Yeah. On the yeah, interwebs. Yeah. Well, that has to be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, anything we say is on the internet, so it's obviously true. Right? Well, it is true. Is there anything you want to claim that people think is not true at this moment so we can put it in the interwebs and make it true? Oh, no. No? <laughs> no, it's all out there. Justice the is six web foot two. It. That's not true. That is well, no, don't make it wrong. Oh, crap. The internet. That is, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, what do we He's got? He's five foot sexy, actually. Well, five, five, five foot sexy. sexy. Nice. Cheers, Cheers to five to foot sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I can deal with that. Thank you. So, Justice? We have the Brothers Keeper here. This beer is an IPA. Uh, it does have kind of a West Coast vibe, especially in its clarity 
and it's a little bit of pininess and to it. And his body a little bit too, almost. Yeah, yes. yeah, totally. Um, it, it has a not sure how much English uh, grain it has. That I can't say off the top of my head. But I know it's got that English yeast that I was talking up earlier uh, with the uh, Yorkshire Square. Really nice beer. I like the fact that it's got that melony character from the yeast, kind of a fruit vibe. And the yeast then does that? The melony? The, the, yeah, the English yeast. A lot of English beers have like a fruit, kind of like a um, mature fruit kind of uh, angle to it, marmalade. Uh, so this has got that kind of uh, in the background. Uh, we did dry hop it, not as much as some of our other beers, but it's got, I'm pretty sure it's Zaka and maybe Nelson. I could be wrong about that. But not not like uh, old school hops, very kind of new, sexy hops. Uh, so it's got that East Coast vibe with the West Coast kind of appearance. And then the original IPA. Uh, Yorkshire, well not that yeast, but English yeast, you know, because that's yeah. where the IPAs came from, was England, so it's kind of a, a conglomeration of IPA types in one, and I hope it comes through as balanced, drinkable, and tasty. Uh, the, um, I mean, uh, the, the Brother's Keeper, it's named after, uh, obviously, that concept that we are our Brother's Keeper, and part of the proceeds of this beer go to help a, uh, a family who recently lost uh, their patriarch, the, the man in their life, uh, the husband, father, uh, who died just down the road uh, here in New Braunfels in a motorcycle accident. Oh, wow. So uh, it's dedicated to him. Part of the proceeds go to that. And I think if we do it again, it'll go to a similar cause. So we that's are awesome. our brother's yeah, That's a great story, man. Absolutely. Well, it's not story. a great story, but I'm glad we well, heard the story. It's yeah, not a great being so happy about death of other people. I, mean, I, I, applaud, I was happy about the fact that we were benefiting others. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, we're trying. So, we're trying. Well, I, got, okay, I got like so almost like Skittle jazz to this. The, the, the fact that you mentioned the yeast, I think that's something we look over a lot when we're drinking IPAs. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially in the Houston area. And, and uh, I really enjoy the fact that you mentioned that this was originally an English beer, right? Yeah. Going over to the going over to India in the spice trade. Right. This is how this beer developed, English yeast, and bringing that back. Was that, I don't know, Kelly, Jake, you may be able to tell me more. Is that something that we're seeing in other beers as far as imp implementing an English yeast? Or are the IPAs that we're drinking on the market, especially in Texas beer, primarily just uh, whatever yeast they want to choose to make this specific do you want to take the lead? Because I'm going to be a little bit more sadistic and a little bit more cynical with my entire history of English beer. I don't think either one of us have like a positive spin on this. So go, let me uh, let me okay. let me just say this. I think that uh, Five Stones version of it with the English yeast is probably a version that wouldn't work well at distribution, which is one yeah. of the reasons I think it's fucking cool that they do it because they don't need to. They've created as as we are. Under the hot tub awning, like yeah. we're in a situation where you come here to drink it, you enjoy it, and it it transcends the whole retail piece of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, it wouldn't. It, maybe sure. maybe Thistle wouldn't buy it. Uh, you know, I'm gonna be straightforward. Most likely not, and that's not that's not to the quality of the beer. Right. The market for IPAs is one of the most competitive and brutal markets, and I don't dictate any part of that. Just to be clear. Hazies were the big thing. New England was the big mm. thing. Right now, there's a huge longing for a classic West Coast, mm -hmm. which this this definitely I think can fits fit that thread. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. it fits more of an English IPA, right? Which to me, right? So if, if we if we use easily understandable terms, uh, an English IPA is going to be more balanced in malt and hops. It's going to be very drinkable. It's going to be pale. Although this one does tend a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more west coast i still feel like this is very english um what one of the biggest things is you it's such a hard time deciding and figuring out what the customer or the consumer base really really wants when it comes to ipa because no matter what day it is they're going to bitch about do you have a west coast do you have a third coast do you have a new england do you have a hazy do you have Jake, a smoothie IPA? Who invented yeah, that? There you go. Smoothie. I did not Jake invent it, but Jake Thorne invented third coast. It's on the IPA. internet. Apparently, I'm the official third coaster. Well, if hot tub beer said it, 
Yeah, apparently okay, we're, sure. we're we're the we're the hot stuff. Nice. But when you when nice. you bring it I'm back glad I'm to, with <laughs> and this was You're a welcome. question. This is a, a question that I actually have been longing Justice. to ask the entire time. Justice uh-huh. is uh, I think yes, the English did invent the IPA or the pale ale, um, but I think they were one of the least founded or uh, progressive or interesting version of the pale ale. And I don't mean that in a way that y'all tends on the outside of that. How do you feel about the English pale ale and how y'all translate to now with the English yeast you're using? Well, and, and from when I started first started drinking IPAs, uh, when they, was that, by the way? Uh, probably like late, you know, early 2000s, like uh, 2002-ish, 2000. And it so was Lagunitas, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's really bottle, big, right? aggressive. Yeah. It's really big, aggressive American bitter piney IPAs, or it's English IPAs. Yeah. And that's what you had to choose from. And honestly, I can't really judge an English IPA because I've never been to England. Yeah. And when we get beers on the shelf, they're probably a year old. I mean, most likely, if you get a beer from England or from Germany, I don't know everything about the distribution process, but I don't. They, they don't tell you the, the dates that they were right. bought. It takes more than a couple days you know, to get here. They 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 probably been sitting in a in a warehouse uncooled for a while. So it's really not, in my opinion, it's not best to judge any foreign beer that you buy off the shelf uh, because who knows how long it's been sitting. Yeah. You know, and and what type of treatment it's got until then. But. Uh, I do pretty much agree with your kind of uh, assessment on English IPAs and are more malty, uh, less uh, aggressively hopped. Um, we did a uh, IPA we called The Voyage, where we put uh, basically like an English based beer in a way in a barrel, let it sit there for about the amount of time it would have taken back then to go from England to India and uh, dry hopped it with some citra, so new school, fuggle, old school English, and it was really cool. I think we still have some bottles somewhere around here. That's really cool. But, so uh, so it was just fun to kind of tribute that, and, uh, but yeah, um, I I, I need to go to England. See, I think we should go to England together. I didn't know shot. Moral of the story actually, I get the fuck out of here. The four of us, we should go to England together. We'll go see Samo Smith. Yeah, By the way, actually, yeah. we'd probably be kicked out. They do not accept any swearing whatsoever. We'd be kicked out. Oh, I'd be kicked out. Not you, Justice, uh, but us three. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with Jake, even though he's the buyer for Thistle Draft Shop. I think this would do well for Thistle Draft Shop. It, 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 it's, you have it's, to be able to talk it out. Well, it's, it's different. Yeah. Well, okay, but there's there's a great point, right? You're, you're, the people you have serving the beer have to know what they're serving, have to know what it tastes like, why it tastes like that. But it is different than what we have, the IPAs that we have on tap. Mm-hmm. But it is, I really love the history of the fact that you're using English yeast for a beer that was an English beer. Mm-hmm. Primarily, right. Yeah, right Correct. Yeah. And so it, it, it pays some tribute and puts some uh, flavor in their mouth that may not be different. That they're thinking is like a uniquely American West Coast, East Coast third coast style mm-hmm. <laughs> but north coast is still on the table guys but it wasn't middle coast <laughs> like detroit or what Canadian <laughs> coast. lake michigan ipa yeah, lake michigan yeah. the, the, but the you know and, and this is like okay like i say typical american but i love i love who we are i love what we're doing but we we take control of things because of mm-hmm. our personality sure. because of the personality who we are as, uh, as americans so we take control of this narrative of an IPA that this is an American thing. It's either East Coast, West Coast, or as Jake says, Third Coast, uh, which he invented. Or <laughs> so Tres Tres Coast. Tres Tres <laughs> Coast. Yeah. What is coast in Spanish? Costa. Costa Tres Costa. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Costa Tres. Uh, okay. Okay. So either way, I think it's fun to have something to to kind of bring it back to like we didn't invent this. Right. This was not ours. Tell the story. This is what it. Well, this is what it was. This is what it well, maybe should have been. No, no, no. I think this oh, is ours. Although we didn't invent it, I think we claimed it, we took it, we ran with it, and we threw it the whole 100 yards. That is a 100-yard well, we pass. We did that. But, does but that, bam, but does we that, took yeah. it home. But does, it, but, does that, but does that negate the original? What do you mean no. negate the original? Does that does that do we want do we want to bust out the history of the original IPA? No, 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 no. no. But I'm saying if I we have can, a, we can go down that road if, if you want to go down I, that road. The British never a, had it. The, technically, the British had it when it got past the Cape or whatever. So it would have been somebody else. So 
Well, no, it was a British company that owned the original IPA, but it was a brand more like uh, more like Art Car or or like Axis. It was a brand of this company's doing it, but all they had before that was Porters, which was very poorly made beer. So we, very, what I mean, what I mean by that is like think about it from a perspective of uh, distribu- distribution. So that'd be like you as a retailer at this little glass house saying, like, "Hey, um, hey, London Brewery, send us over a barrel." And they send it, it ships over to Houston, God knows how long it takes to get there, and it shows up in Houston, they take it out of the barrel, somebody there puts it into a keg, brings it up to you, and so you've got to plan ahead, I don't know, nine weeks? <laughs> I want one keg nine weeks from now, and I want it fucking dry hopped so that it won't go bad. No, 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 I, I agree with you to a point, though. I think you've got a little bit backwards, right? So flip it, right? So it's the IPA, India Pale Ale, right? So it's, it's if we were to send a keg of beer to uh, London, let's say London, right? So if we, st- we take a keg, we send it to London, London buys it, they drink it because it's not the shitty-ass porter that we brewed at 3.5% that's souring over roasted malt that has almost no sugar left in it. This is different. This is, this is extraordinary. What is this, right? Well, this is the London Pale Ale because this is what we send to London. So when it gets back to America, we call this the London Pale Ale, right? So that's that's where we go. Is it something different with a higher ABV? So although the hops provided a microbial effect or a, a anti-spoiling, uh, you would actually be able to describe that better than me. But it wasn't added for the flavor. It was it was added for the transport to a point. It's not the way we use hops now. It's the way they yeah. use hops then, right? But the big difference is what we we're doing is all the beer sent before that was all porter. And when they did porter, what they do is they put barley out, uh, uh, they would germinate it, and then they would roast it so you get this dark malt, and then you'd brew with it. So you're only getting 3.54%. Like they germinated it? Like they made it hate everyone? Like there was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made them Germans. Everybody hated them. No, no, they, so they germinated it. So they take all this malt, they add a little bit of water, just wait for it to start flowering, and then they shake it up real big, and they pull the stems, and they roast it, right? And it becomes this black malt that creates this this very little sugar because of the way they roasted it. Uh, and so that was your choices, is you have this very poorly brewed beer, or you have this kind of clear beer, higher ABV, this is when they discovered Pilsner malt, this is when they discovered uh, the, the actual advantage of the high sugar malt, they realized what they were doing, right? This is the beginning of realizing how far we can go, right? Don't get me wrong, they realized what they were doing before, this is realizing how far they can go. So they created something that was not a fucking shit beer. The original porter, shit beer, 3.5, soured, in kegs, no put on a that. ship. No, no. And in no, fact, right. we no. still don't want that. You I know highly what I mean? disagree. So the biggest thing with the IPA, was that it was different and it was actually brewed, right? And so it was a company, I wish I could remember the company and the brewer's name. But I he, wish you would too. Yeah, I know. I will look it up. We'll look it up in a second. But he actually I love you. But it was it was it was the same. Give me some cross reference here. Yeah, yeah. But it was Give me the a same sided page. But it was it was the same as as yeah. calling it your IPA. You know what I mean? It was the same as saying Art Car IPA was India pale ale because it was a brand it was the specific beer that was that, shipping that's from what one i company. really want to see the, the evidence behind it and not that no, it really matters not that it really matters because the, the problem is it, it got so shortened it got so shortened that we said we added hops and that's why it made it india which is not true it was already adding hops that was already a known thing that there's a, a antimicrobial effect to it uh, i don't know that they knew that no they, they, don't, they didn't know that they, came from. no they didn't know that they experienced it yeah. They didn't know oh, that that boiling beer like that. Uh, made it safe for their kids to drink. Boiling wort. They didn't know that boiling wort is porters. what made it safe. They experienced yeah. it. But that's it what was they did it was porters. Louis Pasteur who found out that when you boil something, you're actually killing microbials and making water safe to drink or making whatever you're eating safe to drink when you bring it to a certain temperature. Right. So uh, they found it out through trial and error. Uh, I don't think they knew that isomerization or that the lupulins are a, are a preservative. No, they didn't know that. Or, or an antimicrobial. They just experienced it. They said, right. well, what if we, what if, I'm guessing, because I don't have any yeah. references to this, I'm guessing they just loaded this thing full of hops because they had experience maybe in the past that hops make, make beer last longer. Yeah, right. but remember. Group- but I wouldn't, I also wouldn't agree that, that the, the 3.5 quarters tasted like crap. Because well, we no, weren't no, there it, to try them. No, no, that, and I know somebody who makes uh, dark beers at 3.5% that are sour. It's not there no, anymore. No, 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 but the roasted but, uh, barley is They're not is that different. bad sometimes. 
The yeah. roasted barley is different. Up, it's how we made the barley. It's how we made the malt. It's way, way different. So, how we made the bar, how we made the malt is way, way different. But if you're if you're looking at this, if we're looking at this IPA. And this is Brothers Keepers IPA from Five Stone Brewery here in New Braunfels, Texas. I think what 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 makes this IPA unique is specifically the the yeast, and and going back to an English yeast and going back to a style that the the English used as in transport mm -hmm. to India, the, the the basis of the style, and, and not to take away anything from the United States, but. The uh, you know we we've come and we've taken our own versions of the IPA and it's it's a build off of what the original is and this this to me tastes yeah. different than anything that we're, we're that, are, that I've seen produced on anything else right it, it doesn't taste completely like a West Coast it doesn't taste completely like an East Coast IPA. it doesn't it doesn't taste like, taste like Jake's yeah. Third Coast IPA right so <laughs> there there is there is yeah. a little bit different there's more maltiness to it. But at the same time, there's a hoppiness there that you can't deny. It is it is a great beer. It it, it feels nice in your mouth. Uh, it, it it drinks really well. Um, it is it's something there that is different than what's in the market mm, on a whole. Totally. You know, and, and and I appreciate the fact that you know you I don't know the the, the version of IPA that I've that I've always understood is that it's it's English beer that would kept getting hopped on its way to England or to uh, India, mm -hmm. and by default they they hopped it as a preservative. By default, the the hop resin covered the tongue and helped them handle Indian spices better, and then hence the style. Well, well, it would it would get there sour. Yeah, is the problem. Okay. Yeah, and they didn't want to drink sour beer. But the but the yeah. but the hops kept it from being sour. I would say so, yeah. Correct. Point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So to a point, because then you're going to lose tons of hop character. So it's like you said earlier, and like we've all said, like it's not the IPA that was drank in India, because by the time that got there, the hop character died down significantly. Yeah. Just like if you were to drink a, a six-month-old IPA today, uh, but imagine that in a wooden barrel. You know, imagine that. You know, so it's going to have some some mixed so culture the, to a well, point. You know, what, is this the throwback? Is uh, this the? Is this what? If it's I stepped a, it's off the boat, to it. it's from a tribute an, to it. If, if I was an Englishman mm. stepping off the boat in India yeah. to participate in the spice trade, is this what I would taste? <laughs> no. I'm gonna have to agree with Justin. Yeah, the on hop that. character is... would have died dramatically. Yeah. Okay, Come back and try, try the same nice. beer. We'll stash a couple of them in the cooler for three months from now, and we'll try it and see if it tastes the same, because it's gonna, the hop character's gonna die down, it's not, hopefully not gonna go bad, yeah. because it's gonna be in the cooler anyway. We're on the ships, it, it endured fluctuations, rocking, things like that, uh, so. So I wanna bring up actually a past episode right now, too, as it was along the lines you were talking about, we talked about this with Kelly earlier, was aged hops versus fresh hops, right? Which is a big thing with Cantillon, Dry Fontana with, um, with Kelly, is when you age the hops and you let them, you let them get that age beforehand. You don't have that same hop forward character. You don't get those same floral notes. So the question is, and this is a question I've never seen answered, and I'd love to do more research. But are we imparting as much flavor as as we would with a fresh hop or a, a fresh dry hop pellet? Or you know, where do we stand on that? Because I mean, we're talking what, 200 years ago it was late 1800s, I think. Is that right? I mean, it could be as early as it could be as early as early 1700s. Early 1700s. But the question is, is what no what style of hops were we using? Yeah, fuck, fuck and so math. early 1700s. You know what I mean? Like, what type of hops were we using at this point? Were they already English. aged over? It? Well, I got that. Yeah. Were they already aged a year where we'd already fallen off at that point? And like, Maybe, yeah. because it's a different flavor when you brew with them. So I mean, that's what I really want to know. Yeah, I mean, people people who are brewing probably more of a recent phenomenon. Just use your ingredients until they're gone. Yeah. So yeah, there, there very well could be an older hop that they're using. I mean, there's maybe with the maybe seasons. with the same or similar to the amount of the same lupulins and things like that, but um, but probably a vastly different experience. Yeah. Uh, we gonna, have hops in the freezer that you know we just don't want to use because they're too old. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I've learned from this segment. History is not your horse suit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't. I, I don't. I don't give a shit. 
I, I don't know is, how to please a woman. Is, uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bringing out the facts. Hard less term. Wow, son of a bitch. I'm getting hammered over here, Justice. <laughs> I was going to say that we need justice on the podcast next time we come back. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Absolutely. I think I think this was this was and I do want to say thank you for bringing this out and, and, and even sparking this debate because this is a beer that's that's a little bit different than what we're tasting in the use market. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it, it, it really is good. And it's fantastic. But it, it, it is really absolutely. But it does spark that debate of mm-hmm. these IPA, what is an IPA and what is a West Coast versus East Coast versus yeah. English versus Third Coast, mm-hmm. um, which is Jake's specialty. So, <laughs> the, uh, you know, the, the different flavors that you can get from my IPA while still having a great IPA and enjoying it 110% of the time. I, I really do hope that you and Seth will have us back out for another time and, so. and, and have you, Justice, you're going to have to get the Speedo and get in the hot tub. Uh, I'll, I'll come you, back. You can borrow mine. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he won't even too. wash it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll flip it inside out. <laughs> nice. Thanks again. Yeah. Thanks again. It's, it's a wrap up. So, Five Stone Breweries, just outside of uh, New Braunfels. Mm-hmm. Incredible beer. Uh, where can we find Five Stone Brewery? You can find us obviously here outside of New Braunfels on. Uh, on a FM 1863, look us up. But uh, not in a whole lot of places outside of here. Uh, Just a couple, yeah. So a couple places, like a couple local HEBs in New Braunfels, uh, local HEB and shirts down the road, and then a few, very few, uh, like uh, tap room bars. Uh, nice. So uh, you gotta come here, pretty much. We'll come here and keep coming here until they have enough money to start distributing. Uh, so absolutely, great beer. We love what you're doing here. Thanks, Kelly, for turning us on to this place. Thank absolutely. You, Kelly. Yes, I could do. Man. Oh, man, yes, it was sir. badass. Uh, we're, we're closing out an incredible day. Uh, please like, subscribe to the podcast. If you feel so inclined, become a listener supporter. Um, you can start at 99 cents per month. You can, you can go up to uh, however the much you want per month. Um, and so... Uh, <laughs> The, the more you put in, the longer we're going to keep this going. Uh, so, you know, cheers to everybody else. Until next time, enjoy your hot tub beers. Man.